son came out to me today. Mm. You straight? Yep. It's bad enough that we're the whitest family in town. Now this? Are you sure? I mean, it's a confusing time. I remember being that age. Everybody's talking behind our backs and, like, basically canceled. Just, I, I don't... I guess he's not going to go to college. But isn't he a cheerleader, though? Yeah. A damn good one, too. But he told me he did it to meet chicks. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's all right, man. Stop. <sighs> Passion fruit. And it's... Turns out his best friend, Katie, is his girlfriend. Uh, it, it, no, nobody's going to think that I'm wonderful and tolerant anymore. Wait, does this girlfriend, is she overweight? she have blue hair? The manners of a barnyard sow? Maybe she's not even sis. She's cheer squad captain. She looks like Margot Robbie. And she's polite. Shit! You might as well just kill him at this point. I know. I failed. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I have just the idea. Hold on. Yeah, one five five. Start over. Yeah, yeah. I've got a client. Has your white son come out as straight? Call one eight hundred. Five, five, five. Start over. And we'll make sure your straight son never sees the light of day again. Gay's work. All in a gay's work. Thanks, 1555. Start over. You're welcome, white devil trash. Call 1555. Start over. A new chance at being gay. Call today. All right, but everybody needs to call after they hear this interview with the one and only the great dave landau dave how are you man good hey what's up guys can you hear me yes sir can hear you just fine hello dave hey how are you awesome brother well dave obviously man uh you are a busy cat you are going to be here this weekend here in cleveland uh playing at um hilarities which is going to be fantastic on the 27th and the 28th 
Yep. You give you give me and my friend my my friends the opportunity to have our annual pilgrimage to the comedy club, so that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad you'll be coming out. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. And of course, as as we just saw here, um, you've got this new sketch comedy that's on YouTube um, called Normal World. That was from the uh, pilot. And um, where are we at? Let's start there, man. Where where are we at with that? What's kind of catch us up with what that's all about and where that's going? So far, we just uh, we had made that pilot to essentially just kind of. Uh, put it out there like i just wanted to make it because i wanted to make more sketches and i was doing more of that so I, I just we decided to make it we shot it over the last i guess year and then kind of just put it together and decided i think it was right after christmas like i hey, bet a bunch of people are on break right now why not just toss it on the internet and uh, it's been really well received like the man packs one uh right. did over a million on instagram and it's doing it's doing very well review wise and it's getting some decent numbers and starting to pick up so it's cool because we wanted to make this like post not really apocalyptic but like it kind of shines a light on the dystopian like way that we're living now but it's sure. just per, you know it just projected a little farther and it kind of makes fun of both sides versions of what they think that is so it's kind of trying to rip on two extremes while at the same time have this like this center dystopian feel of stuff that's not it's not that crazy like the stuff's not that far out from the way that we actually do live but when right. you watch it it's like black mirror or it's like uh you know something that comes out of like the twilight zone mixed with comedy like we just right. wanted to see if we could do it we did right did you get any blowback from like youtube or have they been cool so far no they've been fine because there's really nothing in there that that they can, i mean i guess anybody can say anything but the only thing we got was i got pulled off a of tiktok which i barely use anyway right and it was for the man pond sketch because <laughs> and then i got to put back on but there was a warning right. and then they pulled it again but it's not like anti-trans it's just a tampon that you jam in your dick hole so it's not oh. even it's just it's just pointless like it's not making fun oh, of well, if that's all it is <laughs> yeah they, they're, it's fine for all ages <laughs> it's just what the kids need when they're surfing around watching their dumb friends dance right <laughs> well yeah there's got to be you got to break up the monotony somehow and create more questions for your parents right on man well dude obviously man you know the the thing for us is that you are coming to cleveland um it's been has it been a year i think easily yeah i think yeah. it's been about a year yeah been yeah. a while so yeah what, what are we looking at new new material a lot of new stuff some new stuff what are we looking at i got some new stuff if for people who haven't seen me i'll i always do a mix just because people haven't seen me before or they demand i tell a certain story or whatever and they'll say it to me before i even go on so i kind of always do a mix with a little bit of stuff that people like right on and, and I mean, for, for you now, I mean, you're, you know, for the two people that don't know, you are the, the third chair on Louder with Crowder. Um, you're busy, you know, you're, you're constantly working and you're, you're very busy with that show. And you know, when there's a show, you are very busy doing yes. it. What has that done to your comedy as far as, you know, I, I know, cause I've known you for a while now in the past, you were always writing. 
do you still have that opportunity to write as much as you do? Or does, does the Crowder thing take up a lot more of your time where you can't concentrate on it as much? It takes up a great deal of my time. Yeah. It makes it very, very hard to, to concentrate on one thing. Cause you're kind of burnt out, you know, you get up early at, you can get a story at like 1130 at night and then you get up at 630 to be there at 715 and you're writing and you're writing. So it's like, yeah, it's definitely, it, it creates, yeah, kind of a burnout when you're, especially with, you have to be very specific with sketches. You know, it's got to be a certain tone. And that's uh, kind of why I put together my own sketch show of just stuff that I knew wouldn't work for that particular show. Sure. So yeah. it's harder to, it's it's definitely harder to focus on the things I want to do. But, um, you know, I'm starting to write way more than I was and putting in more stories and growing more. So it's been beneficial. But yeah, I'm trying to make it not sound like a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, always working you know like it's sort of a 24 7 job because it's political right so it, you have to defend against and i for me you know me i'm not necessarily political i just right. hate, i hate the pc culture that's sort of destroyed our country yeah you you're like me you just hate you just hate mm -hmm. anybody yes. everybody <laughs> yes I'm just filled with disdain that's right <laughs> comedy comedy is the best weapon against this fascism man that we're <laughs> having to deal with so thank you thank you for taking this on no i appreciate you saying that yeah because it's really why we made the sketch show because it was just showing like exactly how fascist this really is and you know how each side saying it's this and like we have you know i just put out and i do do political material i mean i threw out a clip yesterday about how we're all just fucked and going down. And like, cause it's the whole joke is my son's like, you know what I want to be when I grow up? And I'm like, it's not going to be a, you grow up. Have you seen the world? <laughs> just enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the last few years that are left of it. You know, like we oh. have a president whose eyes, you know, one doesn't even blink. It just waters. <laughs> and it's like, like we're just, it's, I, we've become, we've just become this horrible version of idiocracy. That's worse than the movie. Except mm -hmm. we still know how to water plants. That's the only difference. <laughs> no, you're right, man. And, and, and it's so, you know, I, I know this for me, and I don't know how you do it. I had to, and do for the very most part, I had to turn the news off. I can't watch it. I can't, you know, I watch it. And if I watch more than like 10 minutes of it, I'm like, motherfucker, you know, I'm all angry. You have to do it. You have to not mm -hmm. only do it, but then you got to try and find funny and, Let's face it, an unfunny place, man. How do you how do you keep your your head on doing that? Well, fortunately, it's it's hard. I mean, it's depressing when you have to look at news all day in a cycle yeah. because it does show you how there's just very little humanity left in humanity. I know that sounds very black pilled, but <laughs> it's it's seriously bad. Like it's just <laughs> it's just this this very strange time, and every time you turn on, it's a shooting. Then people are arguing about the shooting. Then it's a uh, whatever issue of whatever special interest group and the person who's at fault. And then you find out that these other people lie and these other people lie. And like all it comes down to is playing on your guilt for likes. Yeah. No, you're and right. Like, what about yeah. this, Dave? This looks like a regular mosquito, right? Yeah. You know what this this is a vaxquito from Bill Gates. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <Except And so. laughs> that's where I'm at here. Yeah, I'm scared to death. Yeah. 
Yeah, his interest in vaccines, like, I don't know how rich you're supposed to be, but all of a sudden you just have him coming out like, now we've got to give it to everybody. It's like, don't you have enough? Another yeah, question you, I have is Ted Turner is another guy like him that was like buying up all the farmland. And when you go back and look at his videos, he, he says that, oh, no, no, we're doing that to replace the bison. We're going to replace the bison that, you know, we're wiped yeah. out to get rid of the Indians. And uh, ha, where are the bison? Where are these bison I've been hearing about <laughs> 20 years ago? Yeah, there's not. They're the horns on the front of his Cadillac. Right. Exactly. He's got. <laughs> You're right, though. That it never came through. And, and even mm -hmm. now with the Vax, like I had so many arguments with people about it. And I wasn't even arguing from a point of like I grew up with a, a, my mom was bipolar and a nurse. So the right. idea of cleanliness and medicine is like jammed into my head in a way that's completely uncomfortable. Right. So everything that was like about this vaccine made no sense. I was like, well, mm -hmm. my friends keep got, you know, the, the, the shot and the booster and now they're getting COVID. And I was traveling through the whole pandemic every weekend, going back and forth to New York, doing the Anthony Cumia show. I never got COVID. Yeah. And I just, it, none of it made sense. They were like, how can you fly right now? I'm like on a plane with nobody. Like I'm bumped up to first class for 12 bucks. You know, like they just want anybody. I, it's me and a CNN crew going to lie. You know what I mean? Like that's all, there'd be like seven people mm -hmm. on every plane just wearing masks and terrified. I'm like, I'm a germaphobe. I'm like, there's never been a cleaner time in history to be on a plane than during a pandemic. Right. And meanwhile, I got COVID and end up, ended up hospitalized from yeah. seeing Kumia at the comp co comedians of the compound show. That's oh, where yeah, I that's got right. COVID. The irony, <laughs> the irony of the, see how that full circle worked. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're all right. And I, and I do think that obviously that it's real. And I do think that yeah. obviously it's something that I just think people are so different. Like their immune systems are so much different, like depending on the person that this idea that Pfizer, which has now admitted that, you know, they didn't actually test the vaccine or have any idea what it actually did. Surprise. Um, I know who knew except everybody who kept saying it and were completely kicked off the internet, but <laughs> they <laughs> like, like, I never, I never thought that drug companies were your friends. You know, I never oh. thought they, the drugs that they give you are the same ones you get on the street. They're just the ones you have to do before you're hooked and have to then go get yeah. it on the street. Yeah, exactly right. No, you're right. And, and you know, I, I, I've had this argument with a, a zillion people because I, I never got pinched. You know, I, I never, even, even after, even in the hospital, even after I did not get the shot. I was like, no, not, not happening. And it's the simple thought of, when they when they created vaccines for polio or for the flu or you know whatever forget covid when they created all those other vaccines they didn't make it till it was 100%. That's always everybody's argument. Well, I got a shot and I'm not sick. Well, they never made it for 100% of the people. They made it till there's an acceptable level. And that's what the testing over 50 years proved is what was the acceptable level. We had testing for what? 3 hours? Of course we don't know what the acceptable level is. Well, and then we labeled it. I did a, I was talking, I did a bit where I was saying it was Trump's vaccine and then yeah. Biden's vaccine. And people are like, it was never that. Then I heard Tim Robbins say it on Russell Brand. And it's like, right. he's not, he's not conservative. He's Tim Robbins. It's like, you guys changed. He did not change. He just realized that it was bullshit. Right. And I was saying that too. I'm like, it was a political vaccine that you were naming presidents after. Like none of it added up. But yeah, I'm with you too. Like where 
why would you get it? And then when I look at it, the people who have got it in several boosters, you have teenagers who are completely healthy now having yep. these string of heart attacks across the country. And they're just acting like it's normal. It's like, no, it's not like I'm a 40 year old former drug addict. There's no reason why I'm walking around and a 16 year old who's on a football team, who's in peak physical condition yeah. is having a heart attack. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it's climate change, Dave. Yeah, that's what it is. It's true. Change. I know. It's it's been. It's we'll been, all be saved with the Green New uh, Deal. It's all. Oh, I know, right? It's like, just got? buy your Tesla, and you won't get COVID. That's what I've learned. That's what. I, well, no, don't buy Tesla though. He's evil. Oh, not he, Tesla. He's a businessman. Whoever yeah. comes along next. Yeah, whoever's uh, next. Whoever dominoes the actual electric cars from. Yes, yes, the actual answer. Yes, because we know that the guy who made the electrical <laughs> the electric car function and cool was a real problem it's funny too because in the late 90s they released it was the ev because i, I oh, live yeah. in detroit and you guys are in you know you're in cleveland so you mm -hmm. get it and it's like they released the ev and i i think it was um oh i forget the guy the blonde guy from spinal tap and all those movies who's super into uh uh the environment yeah yeah close it's close to that not that dude not michael mckean but uh okay I forget the guy's name, but he's huge into the environment. And he even had one of these cars. And I think his was the last one they took because the car was functional, but it was basically hurting the gas companies also. So they took all these electric cars from people. They look like they look like the Ford, um, not Fusion, but the Escape, like the first okay. version of the Escape. And they just destroyed all of them. And you can look it up. It's it's. I'm trying to think of this guy's name. But, uh, Is this the Who Killed the Electric Car? Yes, uh, documentary. Have you seen that documentary? Yes. Yeah, same deal. Yep. So it's like that was a real problem for everybody just a little while ago. And then it became very chic to have a Tesla and very cool and everybody should have one. And now they're mad at the guy who created Tesla because he believes in free speech. Like, yeah, it's so Because he ruined Twitter, the most useless thing ever, and he ruined it allegedly. And therefore now, mm -hmm. now he's evil, so he can't buy his cars. He made it tolerable. It used to be just anybody could say what they like in the sense of like complete hate, as long as it was directed at the right person. Right. And then they pulled off anybody who was, you know, right of far left. Right. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, it, it's and and immediately they're, you know, now everybody's what are they trying to say? Well, we're just going to go to Mastodon and you know, shut up. Yeah. You know, none of these, uh, none of these other things are going to work. It, you know, it, Mastodon has as much hope as truth social does of becoming the mainstream platform for anybody. Stop it. Yeah. Or the, what was the, I forgot what the concern parlor. One. Yeah. Or, parlor. They tried for a while and then a few others. And yeah, it's like me, we, or we, we, me or something. There was, that was yeah, one. Dude, I've I, had them all, but <laughs> I can't, I can't do more social media. I just, Oh, how much more do you need to know what I'm doing? I'm doing nothing all day. And I have to think of stuff to show you. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, or now, you know, now it's even worse with these goddamn shorts or TikTok videos where it's like, hey, don't forget, I'm going to be on later. Don't forget. It's like, okay. And then later, yeah, it's like, hey, don't, don't forget, forget now video. I'm on. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so yeah. stupid. And if I forget, I'll be back later. I'll be eating. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be exciting. I know it's it's horrible. I I'm with you. I hate social media. I I had to get rid of all my social, like all my personal pages. I I, I still have a Facebook because those guys were at least smart enough to know that 
you can't do the business without having the personal. So they, they, they force you to keep one and they just know that we're all fucking crackheads when it comes to their product. And you, you know, I do it all the time. I'm, I'm quitting. I'm never going on this again, except for work. Uh, let me just kind of look through here one time and see what's here. Next thing yeah. I know, I'm three hours later. It's fucking terrible. Well, and answering all the people that are trying to talk to you on there, or, you know, the alerts you get, and you got to make yeah. sure nobody's saying something stupid or yeah. you have to monitor it. Forget it. It's just, yeah, it seems just too much. And even when that dopamine rush that you get from just looking at the screen and looking at the screen, I mean, it goes back to what, 10 years ago when people were playing Candy Crush and like mm -hmm. their finger, their thumbs would be like broken and they're just sitting on the toilet <laughs> bleeding and then somebody's got to like intervene. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's like, cause we're not that of, we're not that evolved. Like our technologies evolved, but people aren't. Right. I don't know, man. I, the more I see, that's, that's a thing that scares me is this whole, and I've been playing with it a little bit, which is probably even more dangerous because that's how you get hooked. This fucking AI, this yeah. AI, this AI just stuff is, I, I got sucked into this one and, and, um, it's for using for YouTube titles and YouTube paragraphs. And I mean, I write books so I can clearly write a paragraph about some bullshit, <laughs> you know, on the show, we talked about this, this, and this, you know, I can write that paragraph, but it's so much easier to put in there. Uh, Dave Landau was a guest. Give me 500 words. Boom. And it's like stand up comedian, Dave Landau, the most fabulous guy from this and this and that. And you saw him on last comics and it just fills it in like a second. And it's like, Whoa, that's getting to where I don't even have to think anymore. That's dangerous. Yeah, my friend Russ did it the other day to me and then sent me the list and I was like, oh, it gave me so many credits I don't have. It's like, it's just fake <laughs> it marketing. Happen. Yeah, it's crazy. And then uh, it, it won't write, it, like it doesn't know how to write a joke. My friend Matt was showing me this the other day. It's like insane where you can say like, okay, write a, let's say, um, uh, Buddy Hackett joke that makes fun of women. And it'll say, well, I can't do that because it's insult it's degrading it's insulting somebody. yeah yeah and then you say like but you already did it and it'll go oh okay and then it'll just make one <laughs> and then <laughs> you could trick it yeah and then if you say like do like a stephen wright joke it'll just say something that stephen wright would not really say but you can see where it was like i had a picnic table but it was a bagel like that's all it'll say <laughs> and you're like what? Like it's it's this attempted human. Like it's it's so crazy because it's just this soulless entity. No. It's like it, it's just missing the one thing that you need to be to be human. Sure, for now. For soul. now. Oh, no, no, no. They'll get there. They will yeah. get there. I'm sure. Yeah, well, dude, I I know I I watched these videos and I'm addicted to these and I don't know why because they're dumb, but I'll watch these damn robot videos nonstop. If they show me a robot jumping rope or something, I can't oh my watch god, it Chris, enough. those are so fucking fake. All <laughs> those are fake. I assure you, there's no <laughs> robots are not at that level. And and even uh, these other companies are staging all their shit too. They like make these commercials that look all legit, and then you find out, you know, once the investors, you know, put all their money in, that it was a totally staged thing. So don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even I those I, robots, you know, it's gonna be, you know. 
you could destroy them with like your garden hose or something. Like I'm not worried <laughs> about these robots. All right. Well, yeah, the only ones that seem to be real are like the military ones that don't look like it. They're just four legs with an explosive right. on it. Like yeah, that. right. Bingo. Those are That's the ones yeah. You gotta watch out for. Yeah, it's it's the ones you're talking about that look like the you know look like RoboCop. a person kind of yeah yeah kind of yeah. like RoboCop's nemesis. The Honda but it's robot. doing like yeah, like it's doing jumping jacks and flips yeah. and twirls, and you're like, right. there's Ridiculous. no way. Yeah, it looks like a I mean, Robocop I, movie. Yeah, you're sitting yeah. there waiting for Will Smith to come in and kick its ass or something. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's <laughs> that's what not... everybody's problem is. They have no concept of CGI, and it, and it upsets me so much that they they will believe freaking anything, man. That they right, see. That's me. <laughs> well, in 20 years, we'll be looking back like at like, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, they used puppets in movies. Because really, if what? we just had these giant, like, wouldn't China have already won Earth if robots were real? Like, oh, dude, robots? back in the 70s, they would have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they'd well, have taken over by now. Or Japan would have, the way they whooped Godzilla repeatedly. So They you did know. a fine job. I've heard that that was completely true, though. I, I believe it was. I believe <laughs> he was a slow-moving monster that kind of breathed fire. <laughs> yes. You guys didn't know that they, they actually had to put the Millennium Falcon in space to film Star Wars? You didn't. I yeah. didn't know. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. oh no. Amazing. Yeah, totally cool. <laughs> yeah, I hear they built a whole ship. <laughs> the death <laughs> made the Kessel run in four parseps. That's yeah, right. It's pretty cool. You got to <laughs> invent things like Kessel run and parseps. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's he's basically yeah. That whole thing's just Adderall. <laughs> it's true. When you look at it now that I think about it, you know he's just on coke. That's a lot of the seventies for movies where it was just coke heads being like, "How about a bleak ending?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, let's do that. We've never done yeah. it before." And then it was right. every movie. Right, <laughs> too funny. so edgy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, dude, what are you doing now? I mean, I haven't heard I haven't heard a word in weeks about louder with Crowder or anything. Is that, is that still a thing? He is on Tim Pool's show right now, explaining okay. it. I was watching that, explaining his side of it. So it's odd because I don't uh, I don't know. Like I wish I was able to say sure. Um, but I went on vacation December fourteenth, and here we are. And I've just watched him. I he, from what I've watched, he leaked a phone call. He was upset about a fifty million dollar contract. Um, which I'll be honest, I didn't. I didn't know we were making. Anyway, <laughs> um, which is fine. It's his. It's his castle. Whatever. But uh, all jokes aside, um, he's going at Daily Wire claiming uh, a free speech issue. They're claiming that it wasn't a. Uh, speech issue it was a contract issue um he wants to build a space for young people coming up in the game um and now it's just it's really just turned into this like bloody battle between two sides and i've just kind of been quiet because that's i don't see a point to jump in or sure. reason to yet and i just i'm watching kind of what's fizzling out um and basically that's you know part of uh my contract and stuff, you know, so it's, it's difficult to, sure, there's sure. so many legalities between for freedom of speech. <laughs> yeah. You have freedom of speech as long as you don't violate the NDA. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You don't have to say it. Um, yeah, I think they, yeah, I, I, I don't really know what happened. I guess they've been friends for a long time too. I know that he's sure. known, um, been for a long time Shapiro and a few other people and you know there's just so many people in the right wing sphere that are uh 
difficult. Right. Sure. And so many that aren't. So it's like just a matter of finding who's the real ones, real people. Right. Let me ask this one and you can feel free to duck it, but I ain't doing my job if I don't ask it. I'm barely ducking them now. It's hard for me to lie. (laughs) (laughs) But if you do, you do. Do you worry that the blowback from what's going on right now, and there's significant blowback, which I'm sure you're aware of. Mm -hmm. Do you worry that that falls onto you because you are a high profile member of the show? Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, yes, obviously, because people will decide what they want. I mean, people just think what they want to think and it's gossip and rumors. Um, I don't, I don't know, you know, I, I mean, I definitely, I, I, I'm not so much worried about the optics. I mean, that's the thing about being on Kumia and then being on this show sure. where, and being on with Artie Lang and Kumia and, mm-hmm. and it's like people make assumptions anyway and think they know who you are and, and you are who you are and they don't, ever give you an opportunity to be different than that. Like they either hate you or like you. And that's how they're going to watch you through that eye, no matter what, like nobody's going to go to a comedy show of somebody they already hate and be like, I think I'll watch this and see if I enjoy it. It's, Uh it's already out there. So really it just comes down to the fact of like, if you, if you believe in somebody and you believe what they're saying and what they're doing and, and what their intentions are like, cause a lot of it's, you know, people are going back and forth going, we're not doing this for money. We're doing this for the movement. And I'm like, okay, well, let me be clear with my intentions. I'm a comic and I did it for money. <laughs> a comic with bills. Right? Yes. So I'm not going to uh, pretend that it's not a job where I'm hired and I write because I'm getting paid money. Right. It, it, it's entirely all about that for me. I have no problem saying it. And it's not that I don't have the same belief structure as everybody else or the same idea because I do. I think there really is a huge problem going on, and I like exposing that. It's why we made Normal World. It's why a ton of the sketches that I've written for Crowder have, you know, and done with him, and a ton of the riffs he and I have had back and forth. It's like, because there is part of that. I mean, I absolutely do believe in a lot of the stuff that's going on there, and 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 a lot of the stuff that movement has. And it is important to get it out there. But it's like, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, like, I'm, you know, I have, I have a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and and I do worry about that because I worry about him. And that's all that really it comes down to. Like I can pretend it. It's like the Jordan Peterson clean your room thing. Like I am so fucked up and have battled so many demons that I just don't think that it's right for me to go like, here's how everybody should live. Right. I just I can just throw my opinions out there. And I think that's why I'm a bit of the comic relief on the show, if that makes sense. So like yeah. I I yeah, I think there could be a backlash, but I don't think that it's gonna be that much different than everything I've had to deal with just being a comic in the last five years and being on some shows that I've been on. I mean, you take a picture with Gavin McGinnis, who I think is, I like, and I've said, I like, sure. I don't care if people get mad at me for that. He's never been anything but nice to me. Mm -hmm. And that's what I judge somebody on. You know, it's like, that's bottom line. I don't, I don't care what people, and I also know him. It's like, he's not a Nazi. Right. I've met Proud Boys. They're just dudes that wear polo shirts and drink, and they're like white, black, and Mexican. And I've never, it's, it's absurd what they made that into. No, oh, I know. So I can only see from what I see. And it's like, honestly, I think everybody overreacts and makes things into something they're not. So, sure. like, yeah, sure, I'll get blowback, but what, what else is there now? 
Right. Well, I, I I'll I'll throw this in here. I've negotiated with Dave on several a project here these as, yes. as in the last few years, and I've never had one of our conversations leaked, and I've yeah. never had one of our contracts, our contracts which are, hey man, can you fix this for me? I've never <laughs> I've never had any of that leaked out to the public either. So I don't think Dave is is Crowder. We'll put it that way. No, I I wouldn't I wouldn't do that unless it came down to me being attacked and I had to. You know, right. And that's really what it would come down to is me going, well, that's not what happened. And I feel like in this situation, I don't know every detail of what led to any of this. So, and I've said that too. I, I've said on several shows, like I, I was left in the dark a lot because I'm not in the business side. Mm. So, and that's nothing against them. They do that for a reason. There's a reason why there's a lawyer and there's meetings that I'm not privy to, uh, you know, as an employee. So it's like, but I can't answer for them what the move is. Right. Like he, if does he want it to be a bigger platform? I don't know. Does he want it to, to bring in other shows? I don't know. I, I, I just honestly don't know. And it's like, you put me on a lie detector and that's what you'd get. Sure. Do you feel like an outsider though? Because you have to take a lot of the, a lot of the, the hit. I mean, not, not, not the bulk of it, but you have to, t I mean, look, even I'm asking you and I know you, Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I have to ask, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge, huge story. Yeah. It, um, well, it's worth it because I will say that, you know, thanks to the show, I have a ton of new fans, a ton of new followers, people that are really, really cool to me. And it's worth it in that sense. Uh, financially, it was good for me. Um, so there's a benefit, you know, that obviously I'm taking from it, but yeah, I mean, emotionally, you can really the stuff that you just take constantly anyway, every day, like, and you you know about my life and stuff mm -hmm. that I've been through. It's not that it's that serious. It's just people will say their opinion and they will say whatever that is directly at mentioning you. And you're mm -hmm. like, oh, well, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> you could have, right? Like, and, or, you know, or they'll say, or they'll side with you, but then they say something horrible about somebody else. And you're like, I don't really want to like that one. And so, cause you want to say, you don't want to read the comments, but it's hard when you run your own social media. Right. Where you're like, cause I tried to have somebody else run my social media and they did a job that I just didn't like for about four months. Like, and I hired a guy and he, he pawned me off to this woman who I think was very good at her job, but just not right for me. Like one day she's like, oh, take a picture with your dog. And I was like, okay. And I took a picture and I realized it was like a woman's thirst trap picture with my little dog and I'm on the couch. <laughs> and then I like put it online and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, there's stuff on my, like there's videos where they were playing like terrible music that I don't even like, like I'm being like, check this new song out. And I was like, I told you like MC five and NWA, why are you playing? Like, I, what are you doing? You know, like it's I meanwhile, you're getting Jason Aldean or something, right? <laughs> yeah. So then, yeah. So then this, I, I just, I had to fire the guy. And then, you know, a little while later, he starts trying to find clips of me where I said something bad. And like, he went through my <sighs> inbox and, Oh boy, he, he went through my whole inbox and the dirty got on me was I hit up Bert Kreischer who didn't hit me back, which is funny because if you look at the time frame, me and Bert are in a picture together like five days after that was sent. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, he texted me. Nice. <laughs> like it's not so 
Because it's like, I, I don't live this scumbag life that I'm hiding. He wanted me to, but I'll never do that again because I was just burned by like, I thought I was hiring one person. You gave me somebody else. Then you tried to put stuff online that, you know, didn't stick or wasn't right. real, like cutting something that I laughed at on Crowder or cutting something to make it like, oh, you're racist. It's like, yeah, well, Media Matters does that for us enough. If you, it's <laughs> right. not It's not hard to be called anything now, so I don't care. Right. No, it's, it's, dude, it's a nutty time. Just this media, I, you know, it, it's that double edged sword. On one regard, it is great because it gives us all a, a much bigger voice than we would ever get, you know, on any level, you know, even Crowder, even Steven Crowder, even Rogan, whatever. Joe Rogan would never have reached a hundred million dollars, let alone 10 million people. You know, he never did when he was on network TV. It took, it took the, social media to do it but at the same time it strips every ounce of integrity in order to do it that's the part that's difficult and like rogan's definitely one of the more lucky ones you know like so many people tried to cancel him like they put together mm -hmm. the n-word montage of you know which was strung yeah. together over 20 years and they did you know where that's the problem is now you can try to find dirt on people but nobody's being honest and going like oh i've done that Mm -hmm. Who hasn't like who here that I'm talking to hasn't behaved as a complete scumbag at some point in their life? Some point today. Yeah. It's like <laughs> there's not a you know, it's that's who we are as people. Everybody like, was a scumbag in the seventies. Well, you're younger than us, but like eighties for you or yeah. You know, it's a totally different world we're living in. Yeah, like I grew up where furniture in your house was ashtrays. You were probably the same way. You know? <laughs> no, no, same, same, same. Everybody yeah, yeah. smoked. I was from Jersey. Originally. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you the were doctor the doctor was smoking when I popped out of my mom's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah my uncle ran Bally's in Atlantic City, and yeah, Jersey definitely was a place. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I mean well, it respectfully. I love Jersey. I used to spend the right. summers on the boardwalk and stuff, but now I look at it and I'm like, why would my parents bring me here? <laughs> well, everybody's a character there, to be sure. And uh, even, mm -hmm. you know, people today can appreciate it watching Goodfellas or, you know, whatever type movies, the, the whole whatever. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with too you. Much no, no, I, yeah. <laughs> too much pot. <laughs> too much yeah, pot. Too much pot. Yeah, no, I get you. it though. Yeah, it's true though. I mean, it's it's like there was just this there there was this time of actual freedom though. Like I'll look at like, pictures of when I was a kid because my parents passed a, a long time ago now, and it's like you just see like people who look happy posing for a picture, and like people mm -hmm. are drinking and smoking. And I mean, I know the stories behind it, but it's like. I also know what it was like even in the 90s and early 2000s to be young and go to bars. And, and it's like there was a freedom that we had that we've completely sacrificed. Yeah. Well, you, you still see people that look happy on social media when they're living their fake Facebook life. Yes, when they're taking a picture and hopefully yeah. it gets enough enough yeah. likes or they're taking a picture of like when they're in belize like yeah. i could give a shit yeah or or when they're they're sucking the ass of their wife she's the greatest ever and then late, an hour later you get the phone call i hate this fucking cunt yeah you know? she she runs the instagram ever <laughs> yeah. since she exactly. caught him she caught him at a spa <laughs> right <laughs> exactly <laughs> Well, dude, obviously, man, busy time for you. It's going to be busy this weekend. You are going to be here in Cleveland, um, 27th and 28th at Hilarities on East 4th. And I will be there as well. I cannot wait. It's, um, as I told you, it's our, it's our pilgrimage every, every time you come. This is seventh or eighth time, I think, that we've gone. 
It's been a yeah, few. Yeah, probably. Now. You've been to several. I appreciate that. You've always been very supportive, and I thank you for that. Well, dude, and, and the funniest thing, and I don't know if I ever told you this or not, but it it is the truth. You, you probably don't remember. Do you remember how I ended up being your web guy? Probably don't. Other than I, you met me here, I probably if you if you told me it would probably ring a bell. But you've been doing a great job since. Well, my my friend John, I I'm the worst at selling myself, as and you know this. I mean, it's a lot of times you're like, hey, how much do I owe? I'm just whatever. Just give me some tickets at the show. You know, I I, yeah. I, I do say that a lot. You're like, what do you think it's worth? I'm like, yeah, this is a weird. Yeah, because <laughs> I I just am I'm the worst at selling myself, and we were at a show and my friend John was with me and he was trying to look up some show that you were like, you had said that you were going to be back and he was trying to look it up and your website was all fucked up. Yeah. And, and he was like, he was like, dude, you should tell him that you do websites. And I was like, come on, I'm not telling, I'm not going to, I don't want to be that guy. You know, I don't yeah. want to be, I don't want to be the vacuum salesman, you know, the vacuum cleaner salesman guy and sure as shit. So he tells you, and then you asked me, and then we traded what emails or phone numbers or whatever. And, and that was it. And then I've been doing it for what, four or five years, I think at this point now. Oh yeah. For a long time. It's been a while now. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Long time. Well, yeah, you're very, you're the easiest to work with. And it's like, if you're busy, you're like, I'll do it, uh, you know, tomorrow morning. And then usually it's done early that night. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, awesome. You know, like, yeah, cause I, I'm not demanding and you're, you're not like, you don't care. Like, you're like, that's oh, my, my quick job. I'll do that. Yeah. It, business should really be a lot easier than it's been made into now. I can no, say it that. It's definitely, it's definitely, it's easy to work with people that are easy to work with. I'll put it that way. And that's a, that's a pretty yeah. neutral way to put it. <laughs> yeah. There's very few times where you'd believe a handshake anymore. Yeah, that is true. Like, you know, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> nice. Well, dude, one more time. Hilarities this weekend, um, uh, January the 27th and the 28th. And, um, for people that are not in Cleveland, sir, where should we tell them to go as if I don't need to sell my own pro product myself? Yes. Uh, davelandow.com. You can check me out at, I have tour dates all over there. And then also you can check out normal world, which is on my YouTube. It's youtube.com slash the DT Landau, because I wanted to make it as hard for people to find as humanly possible when I created the page. <laughs> Um, but that's up there, normal world, and then uh, Dave Landau or Dave Dot Landau on various social media sites. So check those At out. Landau Dave Twitter. Sorry, yeah. There, there, there we go. go. Well, one more time, Dave. Uh, DaveLandau.com is the website. And um, dude, as always, this is fun. And uh, you know, I will see you on Friday. Yeah, I'll see you then. Thank you both for having me. I really appreciate it. All Good right, brother. Take care. All right, later. All right, see you, man.